Digital Society is a new master's course that sheds light on how technology is used in every area of modern society. In this episode, we ask if we're using technology to make our lives easier or if it's imposed upon us, making our life more difficult. Hello and welcome to Future You, the podcast brought to you by graduate careers experts Prospects. We're here to help with your career goals. In this episode, we speak to Daniel and Addy, who both teach in the Masters Digital Society course at Manchester Metropolitan University. We ask them what the course involves, what type of students it would suit, and what career paths it could lead to. So, would you both like to introduce yourselves? Well, hi, I, I'm Adi Konsiman. I'm reading digital politics and I'm based in the Department of History, Politics and Philosophy. And I've been researching the internet and online communication for as long as I remember. I would say about 20 years now, looking at a range of ways in which people communicate online, which more recently shifted to social media. Uh, and I'm, I've been teaching a lot around this topic and also doing a lot of research. And at the moment, I'm leading the PhD program in digital politics. And I'm also the program leader for uh, this new master's in digital society. Right on. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm Daniel Joseph, uh, and I'm a senior lecturer in the Department of Sociology here at Manchester Metropolitan. Um, yeah, in the same way, like I've been kind of looking at the internet and digital topics for a really long time now. I kind of got into it through an interest in digital gaming, because that was something I was really interested in. Uh, when I, <laughs> and I still play a lot of video games, but I've kind of, you know, gone from studying and re- researching games, and I kind of pivoted towards understanding the things that games are played on, uh, platforms, and then kind of expanding out from that to look at uh, digital platforms in the context of social media, in the context of other uh, cultural productions, so, you know, film and television, music, things like that. Um, yeah, so I've been doing that. I research, you know, cultural commodities, like I, I, you know, do a lot of work on, you know, digital methods and other kinds of things, and I'm really interested in um, concepts of like d- technological sovereignty at the state level and things like that. So yeah, um, and then I'm also yeah, and I'm I, you know the reason I'm here is because uh, I'm also teaching um, one of our uh, units on uh, called Global Digital Society here in the Masters. So yeah. So um, starting with you, Daniel, how would you describe digital society? Um yeah, I you know it. There's a lot of ways of go, to go around it, but I, I kind of think of it as like a, you know, a starting point for studying just society and politics and everything else, um, in the context of today. You know, we're not looking at history. Uh, we're looking at what the society looked at right now. And if you look at what society is, it's a society awash, uh, in information, computing, technologies, you know, cultural forms that are circulating around the world at, at mind boggling speeds compared to something, you know, a hundred years ago. Um, so I think that, yeah, to understand how we live and how politics happen and how economics work and all these other kinds of things, we need to understand uh, that we live in a digital society. So, yeah. Would you, um, would you second that idea? Oh, I absolutely agree with that. And I would also have to say that understanding how digital society, what it is and how it works is really crucial today for pretty much everywhere we turn, whether it's economy, politics, culture, environment, everyday life, you name it. And, and this is because digital technologies, the whole range of them, 
affect us or we use them everywhere we go. So they ha whether it's connecting to friends or monitoring our everyday actions, buying tickets and making doctor's appointment, or, you know, if you have to do a visa application or a job application. Uh, so you have to have an internet connection, access to a phone or computer. And of course, we receive news and we communicate via social media. So it's literally everywhere. But I also have to say that instead of just using these technologies the way many of us do, we also need to understand how do they change our lives? Are there some new opportunities that they might offer? But also what kind of control or what kind of discrimination or what kind of injustice they might create? Okay, well, that's actually partially answered my second question. But um, in case there is a little bit more you'd want to add on it. So I guess the reason courses like Digital Society are so imperative in today's world is that it's just important that people are aware of it a little bit more uh, and and they're able to utilize it in whatever the career they face. Like one of the reasons why, you know, we have this and like when I talk to my students, because um, I teach them the undergraduates as well and I teach a class called, um, a unit called uh, Digital Society, actually. Um, and it, like, you know, some of my students come to me and they say, you know, I'm not really interested in this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but like you literally, most of the time you're emailing me, you're talking to me some somehow through digital technology. Like, you know, you, you have to understand that ways that, you know, kind of building on, on what Addy was saying is just that all, like everything you do is digital. So like to, to kind of focus on any topic without taking into account that computers that were built with very specific purposes in mind came out of very specific social contexts. Um, have kind of like shaped our whole lives in these, in these different ways. And it's not that technology comes out of nothing. It's not technology driving, you know, the development of politics and economics in our society. But I think, you know, kind of it's, it's more interactive in the sense that, uh, you know, technology comes out of a social context and then it influences that social context in our society. So, you know, I think no matter what you look at, you, you need to focus on it and, and understand it. Honey? Absolutely. And just to add to that, I mean, this is obviously a topic that's so much needed. And one of the reasons we started preparing this program is because there is a lack in what is currently provided in the current university landscape, mm -hmm. um, especially in the region. So there is the, only a handful of postgrad courses in related subjects such as media, um, digital sociology, digital media and communication. Uh, so there is a geographic gap, but even more importantly, um, when we started developing this program, we looked at what's needed and to address all the, all these questions that, um, Daniel has elaborated on. So far, I think we are the only one, the only program that offers not just the general information on digital society, but also specialization within that area of knowledge into then looking in more detail into digital politics or digital sociology. And that, that can be done alongside with a general um, degree in digital society. Yeah, it's about time, eh? <laughs> Big um, time. If if you were to try and um, profile the, the sort of student that would suit this course, how would you describe it? I suppose there's a general answer for this, and then you've got the specifics. You've got the sociology, and then the history, politics, and philosophy. Well, I would say um, yes, definitely the cl clear disciplinary background, but it's also an interdisciplinary program. So I would say anyone who has a keen interest in exploring digital society further on a more advanced academic level. So because of that, we welcome students from a range of backgrounds, whether it's social sciences or humanities, it doesn't just have to be politics or sociology. And what we do, we provide rigorous training in both theory and methods. So regardless of which background students are coming from, they will receive this disciplinary knowledge from us. So students who are interested, interested in digital politics, 
or digital sociology would find this course particularly suitable regardless of whether they've done their first degree in sociology and politics. And often I find teaching interdisciplinary studies as students that come from different backgrounds find it a lot more interesting and insightful and they can kind of adjust what they studied in their previous degree. Yeah, it's entirely universal, isn't it? It's it's quite a, it's quite a general thing, isn't it? Like you say, STEM, humanities, like everyone, everyone can, everyone would suit the course. It, it's it's genuinely like yeah, absolutely. There's not there's not really one profile of person who who shouldn't be interested in digital society as a course or as a concept. Yeah, and I, and I think that's the thing. It's like come in with with the interest in the higher level of learning, but like you know, all of our units, like we offer a number of core units: uh, becoming a digital researcher, digital living. The dissertation, global digital society, principles and debates and social research, all of these things are say, giving exactly what Addy was saying, which is that, like, that baseline from which to then go and, like, kind of pursue a project, um, and a dissertation topic that's really interesting to you as the, as the researcher. So, and, and, like, I come from an interdisciplinary background, uh, myself, you know, like, I, I did, like, history, I did, uh, communication studies, I did cultural studies. Um, you know, I don't come from like a really hardcore social science background, but now I do like social science research. And what I like about this is, you know, if you are interested in the social science approach to these things, like come on in, but you don't necessarily need to have that background to like do it well. It's more just about your interest and your willingness to kind of put yourself uh, into the project. Yeah, it's very inclusive. If you've had enough of talking about digital societies in general and you want to talk about your own sort of specialisms, starting with you, Addy, would you like to talk about the politics side of things and then sociology in a sec with you, Dan? Yeah, of course. Yeah, thank you. So there is a digital politics specialism, which is uh, one of the options that the student can choose. And that would introduce uh, students to ways in which digital technologies specifically shape political life. And by that, I mean things like elections, voting, activism. Digital wars, political campaigning, environmental politics, and environmental communication. So there is really a range, but it's more politically oriented. And what students will do, they'll look at a range of approaches to how to understand these. And they will also engage in a range of research activities. So it won't be just sitting there and listening to lectures. So, for example, one of the um, core units on digital politics pathway is exploring digital politics around the world, where uh, students get a chance to see how do digital technologies affect politics everywhere in different locations around the globe? What are the differences? What are the commonalities? And, you know, what are the futures of digital politics? Yeah, it's so important that these sort of courses are interactive nowadays. Same for you, Daniel? Yeah, Um. so I guess, like, yeah, like, the, the obviously the digital, like, the, the, the sociology pathway is, like, more focused on the kind of classic questions of sociology. So kind of looking at, um, you know, I guess the, like, kind of core questions that sociologists are interested in, which is like, you know, ontological questions around what is society, and then bracketing that in with questions of, you know, like the different aspects of society, so cultural, economic, political, um, and kind of, you know, I want to emphasize that, like these are specific pathways, but they themselves have a lot of interdisciplinary, um, uh, I guess like, you know, you're, you're going to be talking about a lot of different things, no matter which uh, pathway you go on, that's going to be, I think, interesting to both sides. Um, but yeah, you know, we're, we'll be definitely focusing a lot on like methods and like kind of, you know, bringing in, uh, like talking about digital sociology as like a kind of rising, um, area of study, something that's been definitely growing in the UK recently as well. So, yeah. So what career paths do you think are possible upon achieving a degree in digital society? Well, since, you know, like we said, digital society, digital technologies are 
basically everywhere. So they're absolutely key to everything we do. So in that sense, a degree in digital society will make our graduates stand out and they'll give our graduates more advanced understanding of how these technologies, what, what they do, how they are implemented, how they should be implemented. So while there isn't one defined narrow profession of digital society specialist, right? What instead our, our program does is a much broader, much more flexible and robust advantage in careers such as government management, voluntary section, local council, even environmental agencies, education, business. So this is just some of the many areas where knowledge and advanced understanding of digital society will be crucial. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, to kind of build on that, it's that we're not, we're not like, we're not like training you in specific technologies necessarily, but instead we're trying to like train you to understand the context in which these technologies are used, the ways in which they have been used well, the ways they've been used badly, to think about the ethical implications of, of digital technologies. Um, and those kind of are like importantly like analytical skills that like you can bring with you in almost any kind of area of, uh, of work. Right. So again, nonprofit or for profit, you know, uh, government or, or otherwise. Um, and I, and I think that the key thing is that like going in with those kinds of broad, high level, you know, theoretical understandings of, of, of digital technology and society, you'll be able to kind of move around flexibly within your career, you know, and with obviously with a focus on like the digital aspect of that. So, you know, think about how almost everything you do doesn't matter what, um, it at your job is going to involve these technologies. So. What what is a a, wef, a method or a way that people can can look at digital society and sort of as a concept understand it a bit more and like notice it a little bit more in society? Like this is a thing that you know I often talk about within in like our introductory sociology units, like to think about how to look at something from an outsider's perspective. Even though obviously we are very much in society, we can't escape it. Um, but I think it's important to kind of look and be like make strange the fact the way we interact with technology every day, um, especially if you grew up with it. Like, I didn't grow up with smartphones. A lot of our students will have, though. And I think about how, sometimes when I reflect on it, how normalized they've gotten in my life and to try and imagine what life would be like without them or what life was like before them, um, you know, I think it kind of, it changes the ways in which we think about how these things have changed our lives, both for the better or, or for the worse. Um, so I think kind of always trying to think about, like, how has digital technology embedded itself in everyday uh, activities and, and, and big things, politics, wars, all that kind of stuff that, that Abby's talking about, right? Um, but also thinking about, you know, like to kind of question that, to make it, and also to question, you know, something that Addy and I have been working on um, in, in other aspects of our work, which is like, you know, does technology need, does digital technology need to be here, right? Or is there something better that we could use? So, you know, never take something for granted. Um, that's kind of the thing that I like to <laughs> to emphasize. Did you did you have any kind of thoughts on that, Addy? Like, yeah, I think I mean totally to build up on what um Dan, what you said about looking at w what we do, what we couldn't have done without those technologies, but also always asking ourselves, do we need them? Do we need them in in the shape that they are and that they currently are? Do we need more digital technologies? And this is a kind of critical question that I often do with our students. So we start with personal exercises such as, you know, just look around you. What are the technologies and devices that you use? How often? Which spheres of your life you just can't imagine without a phone or internet access? Whether it's your work or, like you said, your, your studies, your errands. Um, but also which technologies were imposed on you? Mm. And we go then from an individual experience. So you may not want to 
have a digital trail everywhere when you go to uh, get a job seekers alliance, but it, uh, allowance, but it is imposed on you, for example, or contact tracing apps. So beyond individual, then we go into um, looking at organizations or social institutions, whether it's a shop, a university, since we mentioned that, a GP surgery, a train depot, job center, police department, home office. And we ask the same question, which technologies do they use? Who do these technologies serve? And who do these technologies possibly harm? Are these beneficial? Do we need them? So it's a kind of critical approaches and critical questions that we really develop on this program. It's, that's a really interesting point you made, um, Addy, but especially about like the very, very fundamental things you need in uh, society around uh, Britain for a start. That you need, you need a smartphone just to do mm-hmm. the very, very basic things. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's a that's a very, very interesting angle. Um, last but not least, what advice do you have, uh, starting with you, Addy, what advice do you have for anyone considering a career in digital society? Well, I would say a degree in digital society really opens up a road to a whole range and bunch of careers. So my main advice would be to consider, before you start, to consider which area or areas you see yourself growing into contributing to. Some of our students would be more interested in business. Some are very set on the NGO sector, maybe community work, maybe communication, maybe public services. So kind of where do you want to be when you grow up, when you graduate? And then build your unique skills and knowledge during the course by honing your knowledge specifically on how digital technology shapes this area because we do offer a range of different optional of optional units, different optional assignments. So it, it is good to have an idea, if not of exactly what you want to do, but which area really interests you. That's great. Um, and the same for you, Dan? Yeah, I think kind of building on that, like it's like kind of know where you want to go. But even if you don't, like you can kind of go into this program and I think kind of choose your own adventure, pick the pick the units that you're interested in and then see, you know, if that's if it's looking into the kind of stuff that you want to keep like, um, you know, like learning about basically. Because uh, again, like regardless of the topic, like what we're really focused on teaching you here are these like critical analytical skills that are universally applicable regardless of where you go. And because of the specific knowledge base we build up around digital technology and questions of politics and society, I think you're going to be very well placed for a lot of different careers. But also, like, you know, again, if, you, if you're interested in uh, doing academia, if you did want to do a PhD, uh, you know, in a similar topic, this is a great place. Um, obviously, like, you know, staying at ManMet, we would be able to supervise those kinds of things. But also, like, there's other universities that also this kind of thing kind of masters would be you know look very good to continue on with so you know i think it's i think i'm always like the way i think of university is a place to learn how to think and to learn how to ask questions and to learn how to be you know understand you know like project management like develop good life skills and stuff like that but you know obviously and and also develop very specific knowledges that, you know, that we offer so yeah anyway thank you for coming daniel but thanks Thank for you very much us. for having us. Thanks to both Dan and Addy for that. Hopefully you've learned something. If you feel like you have, then do check out the rest of our library on the podcast. I'll put the course link in the description if you want to go and check out Digital Society at Manchester Met. And if you'd like to explore more postgraduate content and advice, then check out the postgraduate section on our page at prospects.ac.uk. For now, it's goodbye and talk to you soon.